Adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back, No Snooze Podcast, episode 128. I'm in the booth with the big three, my favorite three, Michael, the show Pirelli, Claudio, the voice, Valenzuela, and I am Dave, the body, Regina, as Michael, the show Pirelli, opens up a nice sugar-free Red Bull Attaboy. to start the ep. So I have to come in hot right away and tell you a little funky story that happened to me. Well, two things. One, I've been telling you that I needed to go tanning. So I sat my ass in a tanning bed for 10 minutes. One, I still look white. And two, I have just have a burnt ass. Right? So that's not good. How'd you sit? Did you sit ass up? <laughs> no, no. I just laid there. I just laid there like, you know, like I was in a coffin. I think you're too big. Like I was in for a coffin. The, the tanning bed's probably like, well, I don't know what's in here, but yeah, the tanning bed probably just rejected it. <laughs> so that was one. I wasn't too pleased about that. You um, make a sandwich and you put too much meat and you're trying to put clothes in. That's yeah. it. Well, that's the thing. It didn't really come bed. down. Now that you say that, the thing wasn't really coming all the way down, so maybe I didn't get like the full. The tan. light didn't close, so it was probably <laughs> shooting at the left girl at the front desk. But I was still, uh, my ass just was so burnt. I'm like, how do people do that? So that if you, so I've never been in a tanning bed, <laughs> man, over here. Try it. So you lay face first. No, not face first. You and lay on your, your back like a burnt. coffin, bro. And then you pull it down. But how'd your cheeks get burned? It, it, You're laying on lights. Oh, really? Yeah. So there's like lights. a little grill. You're like a little George Foreman. Yes. This is the like big my George. air fryer. I was the big George. The big George Foreman. I was the big George Foreman. So there's LED lights on the bottom that you lay on, and then you pull the door down, and there's LED lights on the top. So it tans your whole body, but this only tanned my ass. It's only the cheeks. Yeah, I only got the cheeks. So it, that being said, I'm the type that like if I spend money on something, I want to see it to, like come to fruition and be able to use it. Are you gonna like start rocking thongs? Like what's, <laughs> what's the what's the approach? I don't now? know. I, I think I'm gonna put something under my cheeks next time because I'm not feeling that. Uh, yeah. And I was just like, it was burning. I should have thought about it prior. So I'm Maybe trying I to put my face you reverse like what people typically do. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Usually your cheeks are the white part right. and now they're the tan part. Exactly. Interesting. Um, and then it was weird because like my arms, like the middle of my arms, no tan whatsoever. And then like you had a little tan on the bicep, little tan on the tricep. I'm beating Bizarre. a dead horse here, but I Bizarre. hate to say when they invented a tanning bed, they weren't thinking of your body type. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think so. That's why bodybuilders go to like the spray. They get sprayed. Because there's so many crevices and angles to your fucking body. <laughs> Part true. of my French. That's true. If I did a tan perfectly level, like beautiful, <laughs> even tan. Just flat, flat. Yeah. Um, so I felt like you this weekend. I'm not going to lie. In what sense? Pale? No. Oh, oh look my, at that. Karma. My, my iPad fell. Hold Instant. on. Um, no. So, you know, you get these like night terrors things, right? Yeah. Livy does too. It's kind of now. Yeah. So I went out, you know, let's humbly say I had a couple of drinks. Um, How many? I was, Honestly. With, I was with How four many? bottles of Hennessy. But no. I was with, yeah. I mean, it was four of us, but you know, we got a little little jiggy. Jesus Christ! It's all right. That's that's called, that's called <laughs> it getting was, jiggy. It was it was an extended evening to say the least. All right? But it started early though. Like we were doing like a little football, so it was probably like four o'clock till like four in the morning. Quick, quick twelve. So a day. Quick twelve bottle. Right, right. Okay. All yeah, right. That makes so it was one of those. It was one yeah. of those. So I come home and I go to sleep, right? And then I wake up in my daughter's crib. Oh my god! And I have well, she, she wasn't no home, she wasn't so, in it. Oh my god, she terrifying. wasn't in it. But I just have no idea, and I don't think it was because I was 
too drunk because by the time I got home, I had drank like, I don't know, six bottles of water. I stopped drinking like four hours prior. Dude, Seriously. That stat line right there, a <laughs> bottle of Hennessy and six bottles of water. That six bottles of water is just throwing like grapes in the ocean. Like, <laughs> so, six um, bottles of water are going to do why, shit. Why are we talking about this? Honestly, what we should be doing is a positive review on this crib. Uh, what? Yeah, if it you were laying on well, the, right, so it's the crib. Point. Please shout them out. Is that our new sponsor? We're trying to get a new sponsor uh, here. And, and you have the same crib, so it's the grown crib ass you know, two hundred plus yes, from Pottery Barn that we yeah. changed from from a crib Jeez. into now like a little bed worth the money. That a place, Callie gets no sleep in because she just sleeps in my bed anyway, so yep. it doesn't even matter. Um, but now it's to stage two or whatever. There's different stages of these cribs, um, so there's no like bar there. There's like a little protector thing. It's like a day bed. Exactly, it's kind of like a day bed. Very good, but when very good. <laughs> Very good. But when I woke up, my legs were like completely over the because it's still short. It's a very short day bed. Right. You have a knack lately of sleeping in things that you're not built for. You realize that, right? You're not you're not supposed to be in tan tanning bed. You're not supposed to be in cribs. Right. So like, but I just I literally the first thing I thought about, I was like, was me. This is how Mike must feel because, it's you know, weird, when you have a night it? terror and then you wake up. So I woke up there. I'm looking around like. What the hell is going on here? How and I just like casually walk back into my room like it never happened. Yeah, how confused were you, were you? Like I was so confused, so confused. <laughs> and I the really the first thing you think is like, am I dreaming? And then you're like, this is my house. They're like, and I, I know I room? went to bed. Yeah, in the bed. It's creepy. So I have a theory. You ready to hear this? Yeah. So as you know, love aliens, right? <laughs> like I part of me thinks I'm an alien. So. Uh, I had a theory. I saw this movie, The Fourth Kind, which I think I mentioned on here. It's pretty creepy. But long story short, people have like night terrors, but it's because there's an owl that comes to the window and starts to like get in their mind. Oh, wow. So that, the owl is actually an alien because it's got big eyes. So people mistake it for an owl. Mm. So when they did these interviews with people, they would put them into hypnosis so they'd relive that experience. And everyone would be screaming, the owl's back, or whatever, about the owl. Oh so long story short, I'm like, maybe I was getting abducted when I was younger and <laughs> then the just owl. returned wow. to by aliens, right? Wow. So when you think about it, it kind of aligns because like, when people came to check on me, I'd just be sitting straight up, like either screaming or not saying anything, and I wouldn't remember anything in the morning. It's kind of scary, <laughs> CV doesn't like this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, that is... Uh, um, so you think I got abducted by an alien? So you po- but you know what happened, right? What? They started to abduct you, and they're like, "We can't fit his big ass in the ship," <laughs> and they just dropped you back into the crib. <laughs> they just dropped me back there. <laughs> you know, you've just been getting rejected by technology yeah. all week. Oh, dude, it was it was very bizarre. But, but I, that's what our boy, just an uh, feeling. brother brother in law Chris Salvo wakes up in weird spots. He sat he slept in a closet one weekend. <laughs> yes, he did. You know? Shout out Montreal, Canada. Yeah. Right? That's where we were, Montreal. I think that's where we were. <laughs> is that where we is that where we said we were? Uh, I don't know if I ever told a story on the podcast, but No, he, no, we're not gonna talk about the bachelor party on the podcast. No. No, okay. He <laughs> we went out one night. I think it was my stag. Obviously yeah, we were yeah. there. And we all went back to my parents' house. Because I don't know why the hell we went back to my parents' house because we had our house at the time, maybe like as a post thing. And Chris ended up sleeping, you know, on the show couch. And my yes, parents like yes, formal. I remember this. It's tiny. Yeah. So he slept like face down. I have a picture somewhere because I took it. He perfectly his torso. And you're talking about a six four body. Six four, big dude. Yeah, like yeah. he's a little thicker now. Like Chris, yeah. get on it. So. <laughs> 
And he fit his torso to his knee, fit perfectly, and then his head and feet were like up in the air. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable looking, but he slept there all night. Oh, wow. Um, and my dad and mom to this day are like, I still don't understand how you I fit do. on that couch. <laughs> but that's you. You and him are going to have me. a competition. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, the good news is I'm very... Very limber these days, you know. You saw that touching your toes. Yeah, man. Yeah, I I don't know if you've been following the Instagram of uh, No Suits Podcast. Go follow if you haven't. Like, subscribe. <laughs> my squats. I'm, it's not heavy because I'm all hyped, right? And I'm like, Dana, have you seen my squats? And she's like, Yeah. Is that a lot of weight? And I'm like, Well, no, but for me, it is because <laughs> yeah. I'll go into someone else's and they're they're squatting like a you know. I'm not saying women versus men. But like this five two woman is squatting like four hundred pounds. Yeah, so yeah. me, I'm like, I'm not even gonna post oh, this today. Yeah. But I'm like, I gotta show people I'm making progress. You know, I'm doing something. A little proud. I feel good about myself. Proggy. But you um, know. and yeah, then man, you look good. And then I do bench, and I I go over to you, and it's like, oh, I'm feeling, I'm flying high, two fifty five, cold. Not even in warm environment. Warm environment with a spotter, you add like one hundred fifty pounds probably. <laughs> <laughs> And then I go on his Instagram the next day, which I know he does on purpose. He throws oh. up him benching, and it's like 400 pounds. What was the most recent bench? Not to gas you up again. Well, I benched today, but that was I didn't go over 315. Oh, I, I was doing no, I was doing reps. Make sure um, to punch you in the, the face. Big repetition that way. No, I'm not, Mike. But I'm I, this is not new. Peck to get to 315. I'm pop a peck. He's like, oh, you know, I don't go. Above this is not. This is not new for me though. But I know. but I think I the know. big one you were talking about was like 385, maybe. Oh, the big one. That was the big, big one because it was 365. CV, back me up here. I think Level Fitness has those full gazy weights. <laughs> I think weights. they they ask people to come in so they feel better. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to do a bench at Level to see where I'm really at. Okay. With the fake weights. All right, all right. We could do that. We could we could. Uh... You think they'll have me there? You think if? All right. Here's a good question. Obviously, when you walk in, oh no, like everyone knows you, right? <laughs> like it's like when we're at the wedding. <laughs> if I walked in, does anyone say to me, "Hey, does anyone recognize me from anything?" A hundred percent. No, I, I don't 100%. know. That's a tough. They probably go up to you and say, "Hey, I found these headphones. Do you want them?" <laughs> can, you, dude, can you imagine? A hundred percent. It'd be funny. I should do it, and, and you'll see the logos just sit everywhere. There. But I'd be the one like walking up to people, like, "Hey, what's up? Like, <laughs> like, hey, what's going on? What's going on, weirdo? Yeah. You know my friend Dave? Yeah, yeah, good dude. He <laughs> podcast, but oh yeah, <laughs> they just wait. Oh man. Um, so I had some uh, some family time this weekend. It was it was a good time. Danielle's uh, Danielle's birthday. Happy birthday, Danielle! Yes, yes. Shout out, baby sis. Man, it's so uh, it's incredible. But um, so I went to her apartment. I think for like that was it looks nice. Sec- oh, gorgeous. is that Harbor Point? Uh, not Harbor not Point. Not to shout out her area. Right but... across from um the MMA gym in Stanford. Oh yeah, it's downtown. Yeah, but it's yeah. beautiful. That's um I mean, beautiful place. Summer. That's where yes. I used to live. Yes, yeah. Summer Street. Yeah. Well. Let me phrase that. Danielle's balling out a little more. I lived in the brick building with no heat <laughs> right. or no AC. Yeah, she's got this beautiful one bedroom, man. And she's got this, Summer uh, Street. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so we had that, some. Uh, yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Good. Sorry, Danielle. No, there's a lot of condos. There's security there. there too. There's I tons mean, of security. And her and brother. And Dave's her yeah, brother. I literally so sit there. Go and press just watch. <laughs> and he says the MMA gym's across the street because he's practicing. In That's there. right. Because <laughs> I'm just watching. Um, but then I, I do need some some prayers here, man. My um, you know, my uncle. I'll I'll uh, leave some details out, but basically went from you know very very healthy man to uh, just finding out that he has stage four non-specific cancer. Uh, so prayers, please, to, uh, you know, the entire family. We could definitely use them during this time. Uh, but again, I mean, it's all, it's it's uh, a perspective just jolt, right? Yeah. Like, it, you yeah. know, life really just hits you 
um, you know, where you least expect it. And, and he's the most positive, energetic guy, um, you know, always just looking out for for everybody else in the family. So to be going through this is, is extremely tough. Yeah. But, you know, it, it is uh, during a tough holiday time as well. Yeah. So just cherish those that you're obviously close to because you never, ever know. Uh, what the news can be tomorrow for sure we um well said and we have some stuff similar going on but like i won't get specific obviously to respect everyone but in addition i've have some clients that are now friends that went through something traumatic and lost someone and now we're getting into the holiday season you start thinking about things more like even for my uh parents or my mom specifically when she lost her parents like my grandparents during the holidays everything's just more because you you're with everyone Mm -hmm. And then you look over and it's like that spot where they right. used to hang out or like when they would crack the joke and give you shit, it yes. doesn't happen. And then you like miss it. It makes everything a lot harder. Yeah. So I'm trying to this this past four months with the baby and I've vented on here has been the most challenging mentally for me, Dana, the family, just in general. And it's hard to stay grounded. But the holidays are a great time to get reset because you're forced to think about stuff and appreciate like the moments. Right. Whereas like the day to day, if we were in a different time of year, like after the new year, that's a tough time because there's not much going on and you're just like in your own shit, you know? Yeah. So it's been, I think the timing of everything happens when it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And for us, it's been like a double edged sword where it's the most challenging, but the most time that we've been able to like soak things up to. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you feel that. Absolutely. Um, the the swing of emotions is like more extreme during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, well said. I mean, this episode is basically gonna drop the final Monday in December, so um, you know, hopefully everybody had a good Christmas. But we basically pulled five questions that will literally transition as a good transition into uh into the pod. You always do this, my brother. You always transition us very nice. Um, question so, is, I just took um. Oh, actually, before we do that, wait. Before we do all of that, right. I have I have a He's, question. Oh, go ahead. Oh, is one of update. the questions relinquish or relinquish? Oh, sorry, I can't hear you. Um, <laughs> on my, my microphone's not working. Microphone, my working. headphones are out. Um, wait. So I actually pulled before we go there. I have some some stats. Um, from Spotify, which is cool, right? The the 2022 wrap up for podcasters, which is basically only one one platform for us. And you know, you know how um, people post like what they listen to in their tops. Yeah. I saw a lot of Drake. I saw a lot of like you know, pop. Where were we? Those are artists. Oh, yeah. okay. We <laughs> were in different categories. Yeah, we're different okay, categories. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're I was with, just double checking. We're with the Joe Rogans, the Ed Milets, okay, No okay. podcast. You know what I'm cool, saying? Cool, cool, cool. We're right up there. That's why. Um, but. but anyway, 2022 was a, a very successful year, even on the audio platforms. This is not including Instagram, uh, which happens to be a, a Insta. What? Insty. Insty. Insty has always been king for us, but I think that's just because they like looking at our face. Uh, um, Daddy got a six pack this year. <laughs> I think true. that's, that's really boosted the numbers. Uh, we had a hundred and fifty seven percent increase in followers on the audio platforms, which is very dope. Okay. A hundred and fifty seven percent. A hundred and twelve percent increase in listeners. Okay. Right, because on this on these platforms, you can actually follow our podcast page, not on Instagram, on the platforms. Okay, right, and then you listen. So we've had one hundred fifty seven percent in the followers, one hundred twelve percent in the listeners, and then we recorded nineteen hundred minutes, which basically basically equates to I think thirty thirty one hours. Or something like that of actual content that we put out. We've been talking a lot year. of shit. I <laughs> no, that's, a, that's exactly what I uh, what, what this that? basically says is we talked a lot of shit this year. I don't want to jinx us, but it's amazing we haven't gotten into more trouble, <laughs> right? Because right? yes. we talk a lot of shit. Yes, uh, but no, I mean that that's uh, it's very cool to look back on those little statistics and you know 
thank you to everybody who uh, you know followed, listened, helped us out here. Shout out for the support, right? You know, and it's fun to look back and just think about like where we started. I know this isn't an episode reflection, but where we started to where we are today, and how much everyone's grown, and all the shit that's yes. happened in our life, and like where we are now. Yep. It's it's very uh, you don't do it a lot, but it's fun to kind of do one of like, oh, this is pretty cool, right? You know, exactly. And again, you do week after week, and you're in the middle, and it's in the middle of the week and recording, and you don't really sit and like think about it. But when you think about it, it's pretty cool. And when you look back, you're like, oh wow, this yeah. is the this fact is that people right. yell at you like no, <laughs> it's hilarious to me. And then I mean, I here we go. Uh, I was showing a property, and I always ask, I'm like, how'd you find me? And this kid, Andres Avilas, went to school with you. Went to school with me? Yep. And uh, Manhattan. Manhattanville. Yes. Wow. Emville. So you just had a little moment. Emville. I'm the one thinking. I don't, I don't like being offensive to people. His so brother's much. Alex. I don't know if you know the brother. Um, no. But soccer he knows player. Brian. Yeah, he okay. played soccer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But he's a good dude, Um, and I was showing him some property. I'm like, how'd you find out? And he's like, oh, No Suits Podcast. I'm like, really? Interesting. Um, He's a good dude. So That's it's cool. funny. Very cool. I guess we're getting our incentives soon, huh? What incentives? Yeah. <laughs> our incentives. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, legally. Listen, we need that full hundo to come back our yeah, way. Right? <laughs> um, no, so what, what I did was I basically went in, um, you know, and I always have, have conversations with, with individuals when they, when they write in, but the past like 30 days or so, there was a couple of questions that came in that I think tie into also the end of the year, but give us good perspective. Um, so CV, we'll, we'll read them out. But what do you got? When Dave, we, we have a group chat and we text like what the topic's going to be. Yep. And Dave goes, it's going to be questions. So I just want to say before we get into it, and I said it via text, I'm not on the juice. I know a lot of people <laughs> think I am. Me and the liver king, very similar looking. And uh, as of now, I'm not juiced up. That was very But funny. I'm considering it. Uh, I'm Red Bulling though. I th- no, is I'm this considered juicing. juice? I'm not juicing. I'm red bowling. Uh, but yeah, that was funny with the liver king, huh? Side note, he's dumb. First off, he's dumb. In what world does that a natural body? He's dumb. Right? Exactly, exactly. And nobody would have taken anything away from him if he said he was juicing. If he said he was juicing, because his physique is still incredible. Is it me, or it seems like it's way more like it's less demonized now in today's? It is like Chris Bums, like all the. Oh. Bodybuilders obviously. obviously do it. Yeah, of course. But back then, it was like a hush-hush secret thing. Right, now it's correct. out in the open. They're like, yeah, I'm doing a cycle. And- yes. But but also, I think for Liver King, he was trying to preach these ancestral tenets, which he definitely lives by, but they're supplemented by steroids. You know, And he I don't know how a, safe it is to be you know, like, crushing raw liver and I know eating you, raw eggs. Yeah, and I know you were trying to get a tan to look like him, <laughs> but his- his body tone, what do you call that? Put complexion does not look healthy. He well, looks he like doesn't wear fucking, a shirt. Ever. He looks like he's gonna die. <laughs> he doesn't right? wear doesn't a shirt. He look yeah. like there's a he guy. Does. Looks uh, like he could be borderline heart attack. Yes. Right? If you look at someone, I'm like, they're jacked, but they look like they're gonna die tomorrow. Yeah. That's not a body I want. Right. You know. You want you want this? I was just listen. We were upstairs. I was having bananas and apples for breakfast, showing yeah, bananas everybody. And apples. He came in. He housed the muffin two bites. I was counting. <laughs> it was a banana muffin, bro. Banana muffin, and then there was some. Decadent brownies. Yeah. First off, who made those? That's did my you, nickname. Decadent. Did Cat make those? Cat. Shout out. Pretty brownies. impressive. Those are good like brownies. They were. Um, I want. I want my own. Uh, my own little platter, Catherine. Yeah, you could. You put. Down I could brownies. body some brownies. Thank God you're somewhat disciplined as far as working out because <laughs> your diet. You, you know. <laughs> <laughs> giving it to you today oh man um peewee all right so i think we can get uh we can get started right, sorry, cv but, hit us but again bah. i'm not on steroids so yeah, my shirt's a double x by the way ask about me and shout out these are the best listen if this company wants to sponsor me true what, classic what? i'm telling you true classic oh, the- is by far the most comfortable tee that i've worn fits this uh 
awkward body of mine very, very nicely. I wouldn't say it's awkward. Well, it's a, this Your is a double X, and it's still... Listen, CV told me you I don't had even know a movie small that's arms, from. but this you is a double X, you and it still hugs from. me nice. You don't even know the movie that's from. You know? I'm a wasted talent on this podcast because he doesn't watch movies. <laughs> <laughs> we need someone to sit in for him so I could do the joke. And, and just, so, Do you not even know a movie that's from? No. Big Daddy, one I've of the best Big movies Daddy. of all time. In the beginning, he's like, my arms are scrawny. And the guy's like, your arms are perfect. It's one oh, of my favorite. I thought you were being serious. Wait, I have a short anecdote about okay. Dave. He doesn't even know I'm about to say this. Who, me? Uh, yes, I'm going to keep names out and everything. Oh, but, Jesus. Um, oh, the other, no, the other, no, no, something oh, like that. It's hilarious, though. And I meant to ask him after, and I completely forgot. So I'm going to put him on the spot. Um, we were having a, a, a little chat at some point, Dave and I. And, uh, you know, we got interrupted <laughs> by somebody that came in. And, you know, they were hanging out with us, chatting it up. And at some point, this person made a reference to Elf, mm-hmm. the movie. Yep. And, you know, it, it was just kind of in final, kind of went around. And we it, they were ju- we were just talking about, do you remember this conversation? Mm-hmm. And and in my head, all I kept, th- I wanted to laugh, but I didn't want to laugh in that moment because it was just a conversation. But I'm like, I wonder if this mofo even knows was- the reference of the, of the movie. I probably do. So my question to you now is, did you did know you- that was a movie? So I actually watched <laughs> Elf. <laughs> I've watched Elf before. So I, I knew what she was alluding to. It was, it was. Yeah, it was the female, yes, right? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. So I knew what she was alluding to, and it happens to be—I don't remember the specifics of it, but it, I remember laughing the entire one. Isn't that Jim Jim, Jim Carrey? No. Oh, <laughs> Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Yeah. That's what I meant. Damn it! You're so good. I, I liar, liar. Jim took, Carrey. Yes. yes talk it to took me. Everything for me that, <laughs> not to ask to you in that and moment. This was like a high-level politician. Yeah. If I'm, oh, yes. I didn't yes. want to say yes. all that. That's even funny. But I was like, he was probably died inside. I was. I wanted to say, Dave. Do you know who that is? I put him on the spot too because it was a. It was. That's who you're talking about, right? The politician. Okay, so. I put him on the spot because he kept looking at his phone and, and I'm like, yeah, he's watching the World Cup. Yeah, he did me he's, dirty. He's he did me so dirty. He's watching yeah. the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but no, I, I did know the uh, the the reference Elf. I believe he wears a green suit in that movie. Green, right? yellow. Another, so there's been movies lately where I've, I'm trying to lock in. I love locking in on good comedy and listening to the dialogue. There's a lot of parts in that movie that are very funny that I never like appreciated. Elf? Yeah. I got to go back and watch Bye, it. buddy. And it's just like the, pe- the like the lost toys. I got to go. That's he's just the, like, you got, you, those are the kind of movies you have to watch like three, times. four, five. Yeah. And every time you watch it, you'll pick up on Because yeah. it's so funny in the moment. You yeah. you left first time, you laugh at the fun thing, at the, at the very biggest thing. Yes. And yeah, then yeah. the more the you watch odds. it, then you start like picking up on the little. Like, like, imagine you know. being 33 years old and watching these classics for the very first time. It's got to be it's great. It's liberating. Is it great? I wish I could read of it, it um, is have, you, have you seen home alone yes dude my favorite part is when he's like you know on the on the i thought it was a pull-up bar but it's the fire escape and <laughs> yeah, yeah, it slips yeah yeah, yeah with the, the hair gel that. you see what i'm yeah. saying i'm that guy bro i am that guy i, I take it back you're doing a good <laughs> you job you know what i'm saying but that i'm such a fan of slapstick comedy like i like the extremes i like either you have to be super dumb to watch it like yeah. slapstick you <laughs> fall and it's giggly like you get kicked in the nuts right some of my favorite laughs <laughs> or like the very subtle comments that are like, if you're not listening, you're not going to get it. I like right. the two extremes. Okay. That's the ones that you catch like the second or the third time you watch a movie. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. You know what my problem is with movie watching? What, is that a thing? Let's, movie let's get into it. Yeah. Movie watching is I find myself thinking about other things while I'm watching the movie. And I don't know how to just like to stay on. You know what's topic? funny? That happens to me with music. See, so like Catherine and I are like super like this heater's nice. Um, different, right? So like when I when I watch a movie, I get so like sucked into the movie that I, it's like almost I'm, I'm in the movie. You're trying to catch like, uh, references. I hear and music stuff. and I'm completely thinking about everything else. And I, the melodies in the background, I am the worst with lyrics. I me never too, remember them. Catherine can hear the first tune of a song 
and she knows what song she knows the lyrics i'm like what, what? yeah but uh, in a movie she falls asleep like immediately that's me Me- medium signs coming in at you so <laughs> apparently when you listen to music that you've heard before your brain jumps to different topics because you you just fill in that like you're an efficiency machine so you just fill in the rest so you tune it out so it, in, if you ever listen to like a new album mm-hmm. you're so much more locked into the music because it's all new so mm-hmm. your brain doesn't know what's next whereas if you listen to a song you've heard before your brain knows what's next and you tune out mm-hmm. so in the beginning you're locked and then you just fade off it's interesting i like that you're wow. not good drake your boy it's good new album the small sign you listen to you're probably so and then now you throw on like whatever your song is you maybe make it 10 seconds and you think of other shit yes absolutely and then even with podcasts it's the same thing in terms of the science when you listen to something it, it and you're listening to personal development stuff it actually sparks the creative thought in your head yeah on something else yeah. that's completely different yes but yeah, yeah. Of, it brings you to thing. like another so anyway but that's funny um i'm the type though that can watch a movie and turn it off before it ends like oh, wow. dana can't dana stays up till the end a uh, brand new movie or, or anything oh, really? i just don't care like <laughs> so i'm the reverse i can pick up a movie a at any movie, point in the movie and watch it till the end and not know how it began but I'll, I'll, i'm tuned in from like halfway through see i could do that yeah. but i'm saying like she needs to figure out who did it why that happened what's the ending where i could be like a i like the movie but i'm too tired i'm done or it's a terrible movie. I don't care what happens. Right. right? She, if it's the worst movie in the world, I'm she like will watch too. it till yeah. two a.m. So she yells at me when I put movies mm-hmm. on. She's like, "Now nah, I got to see like, the end." Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, "That's that funny." Too. <laughs> but anyway, um, good, good movie section. Yeah, we're just yeah, that might you be a little saggy, right? We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at Orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners thirty percent off by entering the code No Snooze Thirty. Again, that's no snooze 30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. Uh, CV, the big right. question. The Talk big to question. us. Let's get the camera right. Any updates, CV, over there? You're looking good. No. Daddy likey. Strug- no, struggling. All right, new struggling. year, new me. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Um, get my mic right. So, question number one. To date, what's the hardest part about parenting, and how do you overcome it in the moment? To kids, date. Kids, caffeine. To date. To date. Hardest part of the kids. That means till today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so the first one, I think, is a... This is kind of like a funny one, and I'll give a serious one, I guess. But the funny one right now is I really struggle to answer all of Callie's... She's in the why phase, Ooh. so everything is why. Yeah. So like I'm, tr- I'm breaking things down at the best that I can, but I'll say, you know, something about, you know, I want to drink water. Like, why? Yeah. I'm thirsty. Why are you thirsty? Because I haven't had water yet. I'm going to put it in a cup. Why? So it doesn't spill on the floor. Why? Like, yeah, yeah. and I really struggle, but I want to try to articulate so something she that she can like understand. Yeah. But the why phase right now, it just kind of came out of nowhere too. And it doesn't, it doesn't stop. So that's the, yeah. do you go to I like the, the big signs on certain questions? No, I mean, I try to keep he it as, no, but I'm He's like, well, there's five steps. To, you could be, um, you could be inspiring her thought process. Yeah. I mean, you know? I try to, but instead of me, like, you know, sometimes I just want to be like, what? 
because I want to. Because I said so. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because I'm the man. Um, but I really try. I really try to. Because I bench 385. Try to think of like something that I can, you know, ex- yeah. explain to 100%. her. 100. Um, so that's definitely difficult. But then I think the real answer, which I'm sure is is uh, say a, it, a parenting, say it, give it, a parenting to me. thing in general is the lack of sleep. And then, like, really figuring out how to be disciplined in the moment of chaos, because it's very easy to, like, just kind of, you know, flip out. But you still have to try to understand, like, listen, this is is a child and, you know, this is an experience for her. And sometimes I posted something on Instagram and it said sometimes um, hearing just keep a positive mindset doesn't work. Right. What we need to hear is like, this really sucks right now. But you know what? You're a badass. You can get through this. And this moment will make you better. So I try to like shift that perspective. Uh, So I guess it's those two things, though. It's like the discipline in the moment of chaos and then the lack of sleep, which sucks. Yeah. Lack lack of sleep's probably the biggest. Yeah. Have you thought about hitting her with the uh, reverse psychology? So when she does something when wrong, hitting her, yeah, right? I was like, ah. like hitting her with the right. I have thought about hitting her in, the, in tough, a couple moments. We'll, cut, we'll cut that part out. I said it the other day. I said, I'm a spanker. They were like, no, <laughs> like your big hand's going to kill her. <laughs> when she does something like, that's not right. Like why? And you, you hit her with the same why. And when she no, answers, like why? I haven't. Why? I, I got to do that. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going through right now. The hardest part is Livy doesn't want me to hang with her to go to bed or like when she wakes up screaming to come down and sleep with her, she wants mom. So I'm trying to alleviate some pressure, but it's she won't let feeling, me. Right? Hey, oh, I want to snap on her every right. night. I'm like, you're just a little. You came right out of my testicles, little girl. Well, <laughs> that, why? Uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just I mean, the overall, just the the bandwidth it takes is just challenging. And now both had fevers all weekend. So the lack of sleep was escalated oh. even more. And when you don't get sleep, you're more emotional, which then turns into more like arguments and all that good stuff. But it's uh, we're in the trenches. That's what it is. Parenting's, you know, a lot lot of lack of sleep. And uh, I I would say that's the hardest part or now negotiating with Livy, but she doesn't hold up to her side of the bargain. (laughs) (laughs) So you're like, listen, I'll give you a lollipop if you sit down and eat this hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Lollipop. And you like an idiot. I'm like, yeah, she's definitely a two-year-old of course she's gonna <laughs> hold her word she's a man, woman of her word <laughs> hammers yeah. a lot yeah i'm an idiot hammers a lollipop does whatever the fuck she wants <laughs> my friend that's good it's very good awesome uh question number two how do you go about structuring your goals for the new year uh this is a very <clears throat> very good question um i think you have to the f- first step right on the big process <laughs> So the first step is really How assessing, many steps are we <laughs> no, assessing and evaluating, I guess, um, really where you were, right, for the okay. year prior yeah. and figuring out where the gaps for growth really are. For example, like I have a, a business one. Um, I was just in conversation with somebody. So right now we're basically at a point to where we're at full capacity in uh, one of our town facilities and there's really not much leeway. So technically we can be like, listen, we're at full capacity. You know, we really can't do much else. But what we have to do is really look at the program services and activities that are not, you know, thriving up to the, the I guess, uh, maximum space and, and potential and reinsert them with things that we can then expand, right? So we have two opportunities for growth. Um, one being to meet the needs of like, um, after what do we call them CV, like young adults, I guess the, the, 
young adults that are out of college. We don't really have too many programs for them. Post-secondary? Yes, like post-secondary, right. So we struggle for programming there. So that's an opportunity for growth. And then also, we don't really have programs and services for like our daughter's age in terms of like educational programs. Get that going, okay? Right? So, So now when you find those two opportunities... It's like, okay, now which one makes the most sense? Which one's easier to recruit? Is it going directly after the, you know, that that group of um, young adults? Or is it being able to still go get the parents who are automatically going to bring the kids? Yeah. Right. And yeah. it, it, it kind of leans that way. Yeah. But I think you have to step one is, is evaluating and, and assessing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Done. Did Ditto. That, Ditto. That <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, for me, I'm just where I'm at currently. Um, I'll start with the professional stuff. Like I talked about another podcast. Now I'm basically starting from scratch again. I got really high heady level, like want to take over the market, do all this cool stuff. I have a food show clothing company. That's more of like a brand play. Like all this stuff's great, but the new year is about making money as far as surviving. Right. Cause if you don't generate income and sell properties, you're out of business. So I, I looked at my previous years. I'm like, I did great. Everything was good. I had a lot of success. I think my marketing is top notch. I think my client management is top notch. Uh, I'm. I just need more at bats. So then it narrows down. Like, all right, if you need more at bats, and what do you got to do? You got to send mailers. You got to make cold calls. You got to see properties. So the goal of this upcoming year, I like to do something that's not volume based mm-hmm. as far as like a, a dollar amount, right. but more of a achievement base which will keep me on track as far as, you know, if I achieve it, the volume is going to take care of itself, right? Right. So what I thought was, all right, where have I had success in the past? Do I have an advantage in that arena? And can I scale that and do that in the new year to an effective amount to potentially be the number one agent in town for this thing? So after looking at everything, I realized I sell a lot of multifamily properties. And when you have a lot of multifamily properties, you have a lot of investors who tend to buy more and need more service and then which translates to more rentals and tenants, which then potentially translates to buyers. So I was like, all right, well, this all sounds like I can scale. So let's go after it to be the number one uh, multifamily salesperson in Greenwich, because that's a place where I can compete. And a lot of the big wigs don't focus on that. Right. So the new year, the goal is to focus on being that. And then the like secondary goal is to do um, condos. Right. Primary, I try to do like a primary and a secondary. And if I'm not doing things day to day to add to the primary, then I need to reevaluate what I'm doing. Mm. So I try to be like very like simple, keep it simple. If it was easy, how would it look? And all this other stuff I'm seeing as like in addition to. But if I don't do this one thing, what if I don't do is going to put me out of business is how I thought about it. And that was, you know, if you're making, if you're selling properties, you're making money, you're scaling up, you can do all this other stuff. It's easier because you have more money to right. allocate. When you're not doing that, all this other stuff suffers. So start with like the, the most crucial stuff and focus on that. That's how I'm looking at it. Yeah. Very nice. Which has been hard. Yeah. Because I have this great, oh, I'm brand. And the, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Like you get so fancy with your workouts for me. <clears throat> Where you're like, well, I got to do squats because why am I doing these weird hip things if I can't even do a squat, <laughs> right? Yeah. So that's kind of how I'm thinking about it. And that's why I'm doing squats. Um, and I guess the, the final piece is, as you were saying that, what I started to think about in terms of a structure is looking at your problems, right? Yeah. Like identifying yeah. the problems that you have. I got no have, money. <laughs> identifying the problems that you have, you know, in your life and then working to basically fix that actual problem. Yeah. And right? then the, on the personal side, 
I've said it a million times in the podcast, but it's like organization has mm-hmm. been my crux. And it's not like just being organized, but it's over-organized that alleviates some stress and anxiety. Right. And it's hard with kids, as you know, because you have these, I'm going to lay the clothes out, I'm going to get the bottle ready, and then they fucking throw up on everything. <laughs> and then they're like, I don't have a backup. And you slam you know? the milk, you tell them to go F themselves, and then yeah. that's it. But to a certain extent, you could prepare for some stuff, and right. it's been very difficult to do that. So like, a big goal of mine is to, and again, it's not like, I know we want to do smart goals and make them measurable and all that stuff. Do <laughs> <laughs> you see how I'm answering myself? But for me, I like themes. So like, you know, I think last year the theme was scale, where this year the theme is organization. Because like I don't have a problem scaling, I have a problem with organization. That's I know how to scale. Next, our next episode too. What organization? No, just in terms of our like goals focus, for the focus words yeah. for yeah. you know, twenty three and because yeah. we did it last what was yours? Yeah. I don't remember. I can't tell you now. Well, last year you don't remember? No, I don't. All right, well, maybe it should be the memory. <laughs> maybe it should be a memory. Um, CB, number, what is that? Number three? Yep. Number three. Oh, this is a long one. Hope you guys are ready. I do, we do look pale. Is there a filter on this? I know, and I went tanning, and my ass is red. <sighs> hey. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey. This is the most swears we've had in any episode, and I think it's our best one yet. Hmm. Sorry. Okay. Um, do you ever have downtime? My issue has always been I go 1,000 miles per hour. It's pretty fast. Until I burn out, <laughs> and then fast. I'm useless for a period of time until I feel normal again. Do you have any hacks to avoid this? Yeah, you kind of answered your own question. You said that uh, your problem is you go 1,000 miles an hour. Slow down. Um, whoop, no. whoop. <laughs> but Imagine I guess... if we answer questions like that, we just cruise <laughs> yeah, through yeah, like 100. Yeah, right? um, so I can't really relate to the 1,000 miles per hour my brain works a thousand miles per hour but like i'm very conscious of not moving that fast i'm i'm i slow things down i try to like tackle one thing at a time and move to the next um so i think you need to change your your approach to how you're moving through the task because if you're saying i could be wrong but you're saying a thousand miles per hour like i don't really know how efficient you can be and me if i'm just going to rush through something i'm going to end up burning out too and if you're stacking those types of days on top of each other i feel like you need to build up your uh, mental stamina and the way that i, I kind of refer to this as, as mental minutes i log these mental minutes in my head um that keep me disciplined and it's the basic things though it's the, it's the small habits that i do every day but lately the mental minutes that kind of ground me is this freaking sauna in the shower um and what that allows me to do is like, you know, slow down everything, right? Because when you're feeling that cold water and you're in, getting these mental minutes in, it it really recenters me and it, and it focuses, you know, my my intention on what it is that I have to kind of do for the day. Um, so I think you just need to change your approach to everything and start like coming up with your own type of mental minutes that you yeah. can like do all the time, right? Yeah. If even if I have a day off, I get these mental minutes in. Yeah, you know. No, that's well said. And I think burnout's caused by a lack of that. In addition to working on something you really don't believe in, because I'm at least for me, when I work on something and like even real estate, and I want to quit, I don't because I really do enjoy it, and I really think I'm, you know, doing a something that is going to grow into something bigger. So, you know, excuse me, I'm a little, like I'm fighting the cold here. Um, <laughs> The so for me, it's been the workouts like that's been my grounding time where if I'm stressed, like as long as I get my workout in the morning, I can kind of think through things and be less stressed because I have a game plan going forward. And it's not so much the game plan, but more of the uh, the 
process of or the act of thinking through things. Even if I don't come to a solution, I think through it and I really flesh out like, all right, worst case scenario is this, best is this. You know, what can I do today? Like, it's not really deliberate. It's more of like a your brain starts moving and shakes off some dust because if you're constantly under time, under tension, and there's no recovery, you can't make any progress and build any muscle. Right. Same thing with like absolutely, business. but that's so that's a great point in fitness. But your recovery doesn't mean that you don't have to do anything. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like your recovery yeah. could be active stretching, walking. Yeah. Um. So when you go, I think that's a big problem. We always talk about it, but people go, yeah, a thousand miles an hour, and then you eventually like burn yourself right. out and you yeah. stop. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which and, you don't can't do. You can't do that. Yeah. You just can't do that, and that's why I think you do have to find a way to like slow down that thousand. Bring it to like like. 250 so like you have to be self-aware of when you're getting to the point and usually for me it's like when i'm getting overwhelmed and i'm on edge and i'm just not thinking clearly like when that is all happening then i'm like i need to do something just to reset yes sacrificing that time versus working it's gonna hurt but you can't think clearly Anyway, so it's like you're not going to be efficient anyway. So do this other thing, right. walk away, come back to it. That's something Dana and I have talked about because like with two, it's been very hard to find that time. And even when you have that time, I like to get like an hour if possible, maybe get 30. But at least it's something. Yeah. It's not nothing. So we're, we're really trying now to have that conversation. And that could be with business. You know, if you have a person you work with, like we need to do something as a team or whatever to kind of like recalibrate. And just relax, like mm-hmm. whether it's have a cigar with the, you know, at the shop or whatever your thing is. I think you need to find your thing that you don't need anyone else to do with you. That's like your time, whatever that is. Right. Love it. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a donut and a coffee. A banana muffin. <sighs> they looked good. I'm have another Followed one. by the brownie. Hey. Yo. Hey. On the back end. A bruff end. <laughs> <laughs> the back end. <laughs> you guys are bad. The big back end. The big back end. You guys are bad. Give me a brownie. The bruffin. The That's actually pretty good. A brownie muffin. A bruffin. You look like a. You look like a bruffin. <laughs> I do with them. My all black. Huh? We we always question number four. We always hear about stacking the good habits, but what are some bad habits you want to avoid in? In 2023, if you don't mind sharing, oh, let's Do we just have time. Be, let's just be vulnerable. No, but I mean, I got a million. I'm right really there. good. I don't really have any bad habits. I'm gonna pass this off to uh, my no. habitos. Um, no, no, no. I'll, I'll start. So my bad habits, tanning. I think. Um, I think I use my phone too much. Like I use social media as a as a a really good tool. You know, like for for business and stuff like that. And that does take up time. But I still think I'm on my phone too often and i'm not joking but there are times that like even my finger my my pinky like i can feel it like and i don't know if it's like i'm i'm predisposed to like carpal tunnel or like arthritic things that are going on so that's definitely a bad habit of mine um i think that i'm still a little too reactive to certain situations where i know that but the difference now is that i know that i'm wrong right away Whereas before I was just extremely reactive and like didn't even give two Fs about what I was reacting to. Um, so that's a good feeling, even though it's a bad habit. Um, I I do think that I'm still a little bit, uh, I don't know, proper term for this, but uh, a bingy. I'm like too bingy on things. Me too. You know, like I've shared before, you know, I, I like um, I get obsessed with things, you know. So like if even if it's a good obsession, 
being obsessed with everything is not is not always a, a, a good thing. Yeah. And, you know, that happens when I'm having a good time with the boys. We spoke about that, right? Like I, I enjoy those those types of things. So I think my personality at time could be a little addictive, um, which I kind of view as a, a bad habit for sure. Um and then what else? How many is that? I mean, Don't look how, at me. how many I'm not telling you how many do we uh, and then the one that I spoke about I guess was uh spending too much time on like, you know, thinking about what other people are thinking. I've I've shared that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's definitely a, a bad habit. So that's like yeah. I mean that's a good list. Good. Three's good. Three quarter <laughs> three, three, four, five, six. Yeah, yeah. Three. Uh, no, I think the binging, other than that, I'm pretty good. Yeah, the binging, I um definitely it resonates with me. I agree. <laughs> Uh, mine comes binge. in the form typically of like food, booze. It, it used to be a little more booze, but I just don't have the opportunity anymore. You know, mm. like I, I feel myself trying, but I'm like, <laughs> I get pulled away with the kid. You know, yeah. I can't like, you have no time. So it's more about like the food now. And then just like, I don't know. It, it's just calibrated. Like if saying no, I'm getting much better at, I've been given opportunities to do things I actually really want to do. But I just realistically don't have the energy to do it because my priority is elsewhere in building a company so that I can do those things in the future, right? Like saying no in the short term for me has been really hard because I know I can do it, but I know if I take it on, it's going to take away from this thing that I should be focusing on. So that's something I still struggle with, but I'm getting better. Mm -hmm. So that's like focus, I guess, would be there. Um, I have a bad habit as far as like just going cold turkey on stuff. Like, I just get fall out of, you know, like running. Like, I walk now when I work out because I just don't have the time. So I just don't run. Like, rather than run a little bit, I'm just like, ah, I'll pick it up later. You for- went from Forrest Gump to uh, Forrest Dump. I jogged a little bit and I'm still like, I still can run, but it's <laughs> kind of that like all or nothing mentality. It's good and bad because I don't waste time on things like golf. I like golf, but I'm never I'm not good, so like I'm not gonna waste time being bad at golf. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's good and bad. You know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say. So, so like so how do you get good at something? When you have time, then you oh. allocate the time to get good at it. I but think I'm you have not to gonna want too, right? Yeah, hundred percent. But I don't even like playing in charity tournaments because I'm like I don't enjoy it when I'm bad. Yeah. I enjoy the time with the people there. Because you but can I don't binge. need to I don't need to play. So like hold on. What if you went out with like Three other players that were also equally or worse than yeah, you. I wouldn't enjoy it. I don't like being really? bad at things. Hundred percent. Do you like being bad at things? No. Yeah, no one does. But that's why you, that's why you change you. it and you make it better. But but that's what good. I'm saying. If I don't have the time to do it, I'm aware enough now where I'm like I'm just not going to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if that's a good thing. In that I think it yeah. is. I think you're being selective with your your time. And then lastly, is probably being less emotional. With, I've let the kids. And lack of sleep, and it's easier said than done, obviously, affect my emotional state too much lately where I should just be like, I'm not in the right mindset. I'll revisit things later and not like lose my temper, which, again, easier said than done. But it's something that the next day you're like, clearly, I was just exhausted. And in the moment, you want to be stubborn and be like, I don't need sleep. And Mm -hmm. it's something I say all the time. But everyone needs sleep. Like, we need sleep. No snooze, but you need to snooze a little bit. Yes, absolutely. No snooze does not mean no sleep. And it's, 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 I don't know how to say it, but it's like, it's frustrating to me trying to change. And I'm, I'm trying to get less frustrated because if you're frustrated, you, you don't continue to do stuff. But I get frustrated myself too easily when I don't make the change fast. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You're, I'm being too tough on myself when it comes to certain stupid things. 
where in like reality I should be like, well, all right, you, it didn't work this time. Like try again, right. just try again. Like versus like, wow, you're you did it again, you mm-hmm. did it again, which makes it worse because then you're thinking about not doing it, so you do it. Yeah, it's like when you're not hitting the ball in the water with golf. But, like, right. Don't hit in the water. Don't any fun. Just hit in the water. water. Um, yeah, that actually sparked another bad habit of mine, and I think we can go all day. With I know. This. I guess it's engaging in like toxic behaviors, you know, of, of myself. Um, definitely frustration for sure. I get frustrated too easily sometimes. Um, and, and is then it also frustrated or frustrated because that's frust- another debate. Frustrated. No, hundred percent. I I don't know. Frustrated. I've heard it both ways. Frustrated. Yeah, I've heard frustrated. Like fussiness, but anyway, frustrated. go ahead. Sorry. So yeah, getting frustrated, um, being a little dramatic at times for sure. Um, You're a big drama queen. I'm, I'm big drama. Big drama. The big drama. The big queen. Um, but also, like, I know there are certain people in my life, whether it's friends, family members, and I'm sure we all have these people. They're like energy drainers on certain things, right? You can have really good people around you, which I do, but there's certain individuals that do carry these like toxic traits that I'm very aware of, but I engage with them. And, like, you know, if they're having a bad day, instead of me just like, yeah, kind of like, you know, blowing it off unless they want to talk to me i'm like going back and forth and like kind of getting in like a you know a a combative mode with them for no reason so i want to engage less in toxic behaviors in 2023 it's hard though that's no toxic shit in 2023 all right it's hard though because you try to be like on your island but then people are like oh you're so closed off and unemotional but you're like do you want me to chime in and i don't agree with you do you want me to like versus just ignore it? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to that because that's hard because I'm the majority and I had struggled with this. A lot of times I'm having a convo and I'm like, I don't care, like which is so bad to say. But like with anything, just random stuff, I find myself like drifting off and maybe mm-hmm. it's the, like the ADD and all this other stuff that's going on. But there are times where I'm like, I don't know if I should engage because I have nothing to contribute to this conversation and there's nothing I can do to help you. Like right. it's, you're just venting, which is fine. Like I'm here if you want to vent, but I can't add anything, you know, nope. but I guess that's a life. I guess that's the human experience. Yes. Oh, very good term. Human experience. I don't know. Every, what I'm coming to realize as you get older with kids, the chaos, you don't like nothing. We've said before, nothing's perfect. Like there's no rules. You're, we're all just trying to figure this out. Everyone's working on all their their problems. Everyone's got problems. Everyone's got stuff going on. So how do you go through life being good, a good friend, a good family member, a good spouse, whatever it is, a good parent, but also keep your sanity and be like good with like, does it start from a place of being like a monk where you're unshakable and then people can throw stuff at you, but it bounces off and you're just able to like give you know, it's but then does that drain life. you? I don't know. I'd some like I, I try a bunch of different ways, like deliberately, mm-hmm. and catch myself. It's still not working, and you're like, ah, I thought that was it. Like, I'm st- we're. I think, and I don't know if you do this. I'm still. Ch- everyone's trying to figure it out, and it's frustrating because there's no like. It's not one answer in one time and moment. It's constantly changing. Yes, you have to be different for different people, different times. There's a certain amount of emotion that's required from you in different moments. There's no like, you just have to be this even keel. Yeah, um, that's a good piece in, in management too for for people. It's a it's a different realization, but it, it goes against the typical term of treat people the way that you want to be treated, right? And you said something about treating everybody differently, which yeah, is very I mean, true because you yeah. have to treat people the way they want to be treated. Which is hard because sometimes right. you don't know how they want to be treated. Exactly. You're like, how do you want to be treated? Yes. But I think it starts with the whole monk thing, where if you're unshakable and you're bringing a lightness to your life, 
like a lightness in him sense of like it could be a stressful situation, but you're kind of going at it head on with a positive attitude, which is very foo-foo. But if you can control that, then I think, yes, some people will get to you that are super like draining, but they're going to be like, I can't, this guy's like always positive or whatever. He's mm-hmm. always in this mode where he's just trying to tackle these things. He's always on. And it does. it's not that it doesn't phase him. He hears you out and he, he hears what you're saying, but he just keeps going about his day. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I want to be that guy. Yeah. I mean, I think with like the fitness thing, right? You have that dialed in. Mm-hmm. Like you're that guy. Like no matter what, you're going to work out. Right? In yeah. theory. Colonoscopy, no colonoscopy. I'm working out. Which is crazy. That still blows <laughs> my mind. And I rode a bike too. Mark my words. If I ever get a colonoscopy and I talk about it here, yeah, I'm not, A, I'm not riding a bike. And B, I'm probably not squatting. <laughs> no, that's funny. Uh, very good. Well done. Sometimes we go on rants and I feel like we don't say anything, but it's what people think. Yeah, that was bad habits, but we just literally said everything bad about us. But that vent of like <laughs> not knowing what's what yeah, yeah, is yeah. like, I feel like everyone doesn't know what's going on and we're all trying to figure the same stuff out. That's true though. And no one effing knows. Very true. Like, subscribe. Nosenewshop.com. <laughs> Did you update the credit card? No. Got to do it. Well, you want me to just- Yeah, what? from the- you Just know? go in? Because I don't- okay. My credit card is canceled because of uh, BlockFi when I have business. Oh boy. All right. I can do that. Talk to me. Last question. <clears throat> Keep that in, by the way. That's great content. I want to listen to more personal development podcasts, but honestly, I find them boring at times. <laughs> Hopefully, they're not talking about ours. <laughs> yeah. What are your go-tos, and how would you go about starting a routine with this? Um, good question. <sighs> so, my go-tos, besides No Snooze Podcast, check them out. Go follow, like, subscribe, all that. Um, Let me guess. Ed Milet. Ed Milet show. The Ed Milet show, for sure. David Goggins. Um, David Goggins doesn't really have uh, content like that that's consumable besides his books and stuff, but I did pre-order his book. I'm trying to um, think what else. Real AF with Andy Frisella. But lately, Andy has gotten a little like too opinionated on the politics, uh-huh. and that's not really like personal growth for, for me. But he does a lot. He brings a lot of guests on. He does like short Q&As, like this type of stuff, which I love. Um on purpose with Jay Shetty. I like him. That's, eyes. that's definitely a good one. Um, and then I do a little bit of um, Lewis House, He's right? Good too, for yeah. personal. And then uh, Joel Osteen. Okay. Those, are, those are definitely my go tos. Um, and then the, I, I understand what you're saying about the personal development podcast being a little bit boring because I feel this as well. But I think you do have to learn how to like shift the perspective of that. I used to tend to think that. Everything that these people are saying is so important that I need to remember it all. But I shifted that and said, you know what? If I just listen to a podcast, my goal for that day is to take one really important piece of information away. So it takes me back off of like trying to focus so deeply on every word that's being said versus looking at one thing I can go from hearing what is being said and then the actual execution, right? So taking information and then actually being able to execute on it. I've shifted my perspective in that because I found it boring as well when I'm sitting there like jotting every single thing down that the people are saying when really you just need to listen for like one or two like really good ideas. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I said before and I think we've said in the past is oh, we were just talking about before. Um, when you're consuming content, it might not even be somebody, the content that you're listening to that sparks a new idea. Right. 
you might just come up with your own idea off of something that was said. Now I jot that down. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, but I, I hear you. It can definitely be a little bit more. But moral of the story is go follow no snows. Have you? Sorry, <laughs> well, I was gonna say. I mean, there has to be some kind of a balance as well because, I mean, you know, if you're constantly uh, intaking all this information, all this positive th- things or these development things, your mind doesn't always want to be on the on. Sometimes, if you feel bored, and you don't want to listen to something. Maybe it's good to not listen to something. Oh, that's right. Maybe they, do something. They did say structure, right? And do something you like or. Yeah listen to something that you like and something that's more kind of it makes you feel the, the feel good yes you know there's i think you know if you go into percentages i'm sure if you kind of if you're doing like an 80 20 or something like that it's mm-hmm. still pretty good absolutely because if you're always trying to do the 100 percent podcast podcast you know uh positive development and it's always the same thing eventually you're gonna get tired yes. and you can yeah. draw inspiration from anything right like i draw more inspiration from the creative stuff that i watch and listen to which is less percentage wise than i do um, like the personal development stuff. Sometimes just even having a comp. So let's say you do listen to some podcasts or whatever, and they're fun, or you you like them because they're good stuff. Yeah. And then you have a conversation with friends or with people, and then you bring that stuff out. I think that's almost even better mm-hmm. than just fixating on how many podcasts can I listen to because I want to get my my repetition, my repetition. Yeah. And yes, we know that's a a, a key to kind of get. To, to a better place but sometimes just the act of like get that out talk to people get, get that that creativity because i'm sure that conversation that that statistic that you remember you bring it up and you have a conversation and other people's conversation can then spark a whole bunch of different mm-hmm. create creative juices in you yeah the so mm-hmm. no totally good point because you're in the reality is you're living your day-to-day life so what CV saying, which makes a lot of sense, is like it depends on the time that you're having in reality. Like you're learning and then you're implementing, like you said. So it all depends on what's going on in your day to day. That really dictate dictates. Excuse me, dick. Well, I don't even know what I said. That really dictates what I listen to. So dictates. The dictates. <laughs> well, this that's, is not an outtake. This is a dictate. That's a that's an app somewhere. I think. Um, so. Uh, so they say like you can read the same book twice and depending on your stage of life, you're going to have a completely different takeaway. Right. So Hermosi, which I like, I think he's a little too matter of fact. Yo, he's, he's very he, like, he's serious. Bland. It's too, yeah. Sometimes it's a little much, right? So I like him, but I'm really, his ideas are great. He's a genius. He, he comes from a very analytical, like matter of fact, um, personality that's very dry which i take with a grain of salt because that's not how i want to be right. i don't want to be like you exactly. give me an idea and i rip it apart and then <laughs> but it's good right so he's someone i listen to for tactics and like specific i need something quick what do i what can i use today in my mailer like i literally take what he says and i try it in a mailer mm-hmm. that's that guy gary v when i started out was very like overall vision strategy like big picture stuff but he's someone that really got dull on me because he repeats and he says it he's like i repeat everything so i think when you're doing it right you outgrow these people that you're working or you're being digitally mentored by so like gary v i i always revisit him because i want to see what's going on updates and like when it's very tactical i like it but he's a certain flavor patrick bet david is someone that I gravitated towards. He's into politics now, which is fine. He's very strategic. But what I came to find out was like, I was listening to too much stuff Mm -hmm. and I needed to pick like my core group and then pick one person to model my life after. 
And when I say pick one person, like not exactly, but like I'm rocking with his point of view as far as like, I think they like this, you know, like, Mm -hmm. so I would say lately Hermosi's probably the one I try to reflect the most as far as I try to listen to him the most because I think his stuff is very tactical, very like sales oriented, which is what I need in my life right now is to execute. Like when he says it's a numbers game, which you've said a million times, but it's him saying it. So like he's a billionaire. So I'm like, all right. No, he's not. Dave's right. He's but Alex is really right. But he's not a billionaire. He's going to be in like, oh, he will. He's be. worth like 300 million. He's, I think he's 30 years old. He's 30. He's our age. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So anyway, for me, it's been, where am I in my life currently? What are my challenges? And what person do I think by listening to can help me get there? So it's him. There's a guy who sells commercial real estate or invests in commercial real estate that I love, but he doesn't put a lot of content out. Matt Onofrio, I think the guy's a genius, pre-ordered his book. I don't know where it is. Um, and then lately, a lot of negotiation stuff with uh, the guy, um, Chris Voss. I really like what he's doing, oh. and he re- he put out a book about real estate. Mm-hmm. So i like been consuming that, and I've listened to Alex, and I'm rereading that like every day, different excerpts when I need it. So I'm trying to like revisit it every day. And not just read a million books. Right. I'm trying to read the book mm-hmm. to the point where I suck the juice out of that and I go to the next thing. Yep. So it's very different than I have been in the past. In the past, everything. Give me everything. But then you get confused. Yeah, of course. Like even workouts, right? Remember when I used to mm-hmm. jump around with like people who work out? Like now I basically only listen to Mind Pump. And for entertainment, I watch like Chris Bumstead. That's it. I don't do any more like... I'm doing the big boy workout, or yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. The, the dude he works out with? Cali Muscle. Cali Muscle. Oh yeah. Um, no, good, good stuff. But yeah, and I think um, I, de- I definitely can. Do you have a guy right that now. you're like um, replicating? You're trying to replicate. Um, I mean, I want to be as as well rounded as Ed Milet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my alignment in my life is not nearly as aligned for lack of a better word as as his is and i yeah. think his intention on everything is is very structured and like even his fun is extremely structured yeah but it all comes back to like this the center you know core value and he's he's big into faith as well which i you know i've always been kind of open on this podcast about like you and know he, really growing in faith um but it, still being able to do all the things that i that i do anyway and is he your favorite podcast and do you think the person you pull the most value from Yes, for sure. He 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 helped me change my life. I mean, as crazy as that. No, sounds, it makes a lot of sense. Think about it. If you listen to an hour of him every day, which I'm probably you probably listen to more. I'm, I mean, I'm caught, caught up already. So <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. Think about I've how been, much content he puts. I know, up. It's I know. crazy. So like someone that that recently got into the podcast game was Rob Deerdeck. He was my idol growing up because he had a lot of fun. He built a lot of businesses, mm-hmm. and where he is in his life. Like, I try to think if I could literally replicate what he did in my lane, I would do it. And now he talks about efficiency, optimizing every day, enjoying your life, having time for the family. So, like, I think it's very valuable to look at someone as a person and then say, all right, well, I'm going to learn about them and really try to stay up to date on their podcast. And at least do that with one podcast. Mm -hmm. Everything else is like bonus. But if you can do that with one, then you can structure what you're trying to do based on what they're doing and you can reevaluate but try to stick to it for a little while right you, yeah, i mean absolutely i mean st- i would honestly if i were you i'd start with the nose news podcast start yeah, episode yeah. one you got 128 episodes to listen to and then come I back to us when catch you know it up. what so do you think if i took away and sorry but if you took away every other podcast you listen to and i just said you just have ed my 
I'd be good. You'd be good. I'd be good. So that's how I'm trying to think about like for me too. I'm like, if I took away all, if I only could listen to one, which one would I listen to? And that's where I like make my choice of mm-hmm. who I'm really riding with. Yeah. Mine would probably be Hermosi. Although I don't want his life because it's very different than what, I mean, it's not a knock, but he's got no kids. He's very all about work. His wife's all about work with him. They're working together. Yep. And it's just something that like, it. I don't see it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't drive like, what do you, I, I don't know. It's just different. Like person wise, but value wise, I'd rock with him. Right. Yeah. Good. No. Good conversation. I like it. Good questions. Do you have one TV that you would pick? You listen to podcasts or not really? Just one. <laughs> the <laughs> No Snooze <laughs> Podcast. That's right. Well, it's fair. That's right. Faithful. That's right. And you um, can even really just cut out Dave, and then you'd really have the, the, the <laughs> and, No Podcast. And I listen to it two and three times each episode. That's how dedicated I am. Yeah. Probably drives you nuts. You know what though? It's, it's it is crazy though. Instagram really provides like a lot of value. Somebody say take somebody who does listen to what we do, right? I try to take out like you know the the golden minutes of what we do because a lot you know a lot of it is entertainment too as well. Yeah. We just bullshit back and forth. Very but, entertaining. Yes. Let's not short sell. Very, very entertaining. Very entertaining. Um, but you know for the most part you can literally like not even have a favorite podcast and you can have like a couple Instagram accounts that you can just 100%. get like. You know, inspired in sixty seconds. The hard part of that is being able to filter all the crap 100%. from like the good, good stuff, yeah. and that could be like time consuming yes. and energy draining. Well, you got to take a lot. You got to take two days there. to clean your Instagram. Yeah. yeah, you know, you should go like follow intentional accounts and like remove the accounts that like bring the stupid things into yeah. your like algorithm. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, and then typing in the positive hashtags and that type of stuff, and it'll start coming up. That's a great point. Like one of the challenges in the new year and just in general is the amount of input that's coming in, especially now that we're like more public, the amount of people that try to take your time and sanity, it's like 10 times the amount that it was even a year ago. And that's only going to get worse. I think 10, 10 times. So to CV's point, like really figuring out like, all right, well, if I'm getting all these calls, like to do all this stuff, like what do I want to put my time into? What do I believe in? Mm -hmm. Because you can't do everything. And that reality is more and more, it's a it's a different shift now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it 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 was it was hunting mode, and now we're going into like, you know, I don't even know preservation mode. Like right. it's a different mode. When you're in hunting mode, you say yes to everything, you kill everything, mm-hmm. and then when you're like trying to ma- open a like a little restaurant, it's like, well, I don't want that. I don't want. It. You're more of like filtering. Right. So filtering is a great term. I was actually thinking of getting another phone and using that just for my content. So that when I'm developing stuff, I don't get distracted on like the dings, you know, Mm. or like having Mm. some type of separation where, because I find myself and I I don't know if you do it. I'm on Instagram trying to do something and like I went for a specific purpose or even go to like my MLS on my phone and something pops up and I click it and then all of a sudden five minutes has passed. I'm like, what the hell? How does that get me? Yeah, I, I, I don't think that that happens to me on Instagram, like I literally go in, even if something pops up, but I have all my notifications off. Yeah, see, I gotta do that. I keep them off. That's good. You know, like my text messages and stuff, I keep. See, them. everything's on because yeah, it's know. business for you. But right? it's, I mean, I guess I. Could but then I have my work phone, so like I know if no, it's know, really critical. Nice. You know what I mean? But then it's also annoying because you then you have to move around with two phones. And I love my watch, but it's a it's a deterrent because everything goes to my watch when I'm working right. out. Everything pops up. It vibrates when mm. a ring calls. So it's like, is it really? If I have it in my pocket, 
maybe it's a bet. It's nice because you can silence them. My rolly doesn't do any of that. So, I mean, <laughs> I think you you should just get the rolly. Well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to steal uh, like your headphones. Yeah. No, that's a good <laughs> Don't bring good, those man. to the gym. Um, so, I, I'm going to spare everybody. And um, thank effing God, not not um, not leave us with a with a dime, but uh, rather just say thank you to everybody. That's a dime right Um, there. Yes, it is. But the the truth is, you know, this is is fun for us, but it's also a lot of work that goes in on, you know, whether it's Instagram, whether it's editing, whether it's just showing up here. Um, So it's been a lot of hours, a lot of time, um, but it makes it, you know, uh, worth it. When you see all the content shared throughout the platforms, when you see statistics like this, um, you know, I, we're definitely trending upward, which is great. Um, obviously, we'd like to bring in more partnerships and uh, monetary things like that. But you can't get to that level without going through the process of what we've done. So whether you've listened to us one time or you've rocked with us for the past 128 times of doing what we do, uh, genuinely want to say thank you and want to wish you a happy, happy new year. A healthy and safe one at that um, from your boys over at No Snooze. And like I say, it, it might be my slogan for 2023. We're just getting warmed up. I, I believe that. It's a good slogan. It is. Right? Doesn't it get is. fired up? But we're going to be like, we're going to be like 97 with like my beard is going to be fully gray. Um, and we're going to be like, we're just getting warmed up, baby. I've, I've thought about this. <laughs> just getting warmed up. I've thought about this. I want to do the Barry Sanders. I want to like make it to the pinnacle and people like they're unstoppable mm-hmm. and then just disappear. I'm 100% serious. It's a good way to do it. Like, you get to such a point where people, like, they have it, like, and then it's like, all right, we di- I did it. I'm good. I'm out. You know, I'm out. You Like, everyone else, you can fight over content. Like, I'm good. I'm just going to have my buildings, and I'm just going to live you my life. You wanted to be 10% for years. Now I'm going to go be 90%. I'm going to be a doorman. I always joke about this. I'm going to be a doorman at, like, a luxury building, but I'm going to own the building. But people <laughs> be like, this doorman's out of his mind. And then they realize, like, that's the guy who owns the building. <laughs> that's a good goal. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Just be the doorman that owns the building. You'd be like, this, this guy Mike's outside of our building every day. Like, <laughs> does he work? Like, and then they're like, oh. And you look it on the tax card, you're like, he owns the building. <laughs> so good. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. Any last uh, last words? No, I think you summed it up beautifully. I like when you hit the nail on the head and you speak eloquently because then I say ditto and then we're there. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, big years, a big year ahead. We're going to uh, big things are coming, I think. I think it's going to be a rough year as far as like the news. And I think it's going to be tough. I think we're in for a little headwind here. I mean, my personal opinion, I think financially we're fucked in 2023. <laughs> what a good, it was so um, positive. No, no, no. I'm serious. I think from a, from a, like a who knows America that. standpoint, you know, I don't think even in the like housing market, right? Like it's a little rough we're in terms of interest rates and stuff like that. Cause I'm looking to make this investment. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my, keeping my options open as well. But yeah, I yeah. do think during times like this, like I always look to you for this perspective during times like this. You know, the, the real winners come out on top. So being able to, you know, I know you're going through the mud right now. A lot of in mud. Terms, <laughs> in terms of, uh, you know, building building your brand out um, with Mike Pirelli, Greenwich Real Estate. But Did you see the update? MPGRE.co. That's hard. I, I'm surprised you did that. Do you, you want to ask me why? I, I, well, I absolutely now. Do we you should know put why? It, keep it on air. No. So in my head, I'm like, I know Mike likes to simplify things. Yeah. But when you look at M. What is it? M-P-G-R-E. M-P-G-R-E dot co. C-O. So yeah, like. Yeah. Mike Pirelli Grants Real Estate. I know. I get it. Company, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But M-P-G-R-E can you available. still type Mike in or do you have yeah, to Yeah, if do- you type Mike Pirelli Grants Real Estate, it comes up. So what's the play? What, why'd you do that? So the play is when I do emails, people are like, what's your email? And I'm like, Mike at Mike Pirelli Grants Real Estate dot com. Mm-hmm. 
mouthful, right? I'm still, I still have all the domains. It's just now it's going to be Mike at mpgre.co. So gotcha. you're going to see that. And if you type that in, it'll go to my oh, website. When you go, when you type that in, it'll expand and say mikeperlyjohnson.com. mpgre.com was not available. So I'm the type where if you had the availability to buy it, like if I could buy it, I would have bought Mike Pirelli Grants Real Estate or mpgre.com, mm-hmm. right? I would have bought it. It's not available. So I'm not going to waste my time trying to pursue it and then someone throw a crazy number. Right. So I'm like, all right, what can I do? Let me just shorten it one letter, mpgre.co, and get that. So then I could use that as an email. And then I've changed my YouTubes. I'm changing everything to that. And it gives you more of a company feel versus a personal person feel, gotcha. right? Like mm-hmm. if you said, oh, uh, you know, MPGRE, um, who, who, what company versus Mike Pirelli Grants Real Estate, that sounds like a mom and pop. MPGRE sounds like a company. So that was the thought. Who knows? I could always adjust back. Yeah, of course, of course. But I liked, it's like Kanye to yay. You know, not a great example, <laughs> but hey, Kanye to you. That's the thought. Yep, sure, you just it. simplify it. Yeah, yep. Callie's at this phase where you ask her to read a word, and she just says A B C D. Yeah. So to me, it's just A B C D. Yeah, A B C D. Yeah. <laughs> I swear. I'm like Callie, read this. She's like A B C D. Yeah. Isn't that fine when they try to read the books, but they're not really reading it? Yeah. They're just like yeah, and babies. I'm and telling like, you, Callie sees words. It's just A B C D. That's it. That's cute. Um, no, good stuff, man. Listen, happy new year. Safe blessings. Gratitude to you all. We love you very much. We appreciate you. And until next time, until next year. Until next year. Wow. Stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. Wow. Until next year. And I'll see you on the other side. Fair season. That's another Effie in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at nosnoozepodcast.